Welcome to season two of Motivate Me, a show where we interview people who have incorporated a passion into their lives in order to inspire you, my fellow motivators, to do the same. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's show. I am speaking to you still from Billings, Montana. If you've been on our Facebook page, you have probably seen some videos and pictures posted from Billings. If you have been on our YouTube channel, you've seen the same. You can search Motivate Me with Lynette Renda in any of those venues, and you can get all sorts of information about what we are up to. And I have a lot of things that I would like to talk to you about just simply about today's day here in Billings. So we woke up this morning and we were working out. We went to Susie DeBar's Health and Wellness Center. It's a fitness gym. And so we worked out with Susie and then we interviewed her about her passion for helping people on the health and wellness front. Um, Susie was 40 pounds overweight, you know, not happy with herself, not happy with her health. So she decided to seek her own type of counsel and go to boot camp and start a nutritional cleansing program and get supplements. And the bottom line is her passion for that led her to opening her own gym. We have some pretty funny pictures actually on our Facebook page from today with Susie that we got a good laugh at. So after we left that class, which was about, let's say the class went 8.30 to 9, almost 9.30. We did an interview. We left there about 10.30. And Chelsea Raffi, who I keep talking about, she's my assistant and social marketer, and she's from Billings. We're staying with her family. Chelsea really, really went above and beyond yesterday, setting up all sorts of great things for us to do here, interviews, tours radio spots, all sorts of great stuff. But something else we really wanted to do was get some kind of window decal for the back of the van so that we could encourage people to email us or to tweet us so that we could try to get some people on the phone with us while we're driving so we could record it and put you right on our podcast for the next day so you could talk to us about your passion so you could reach out to us in some way. And so we thought, okay, we have magnets on the sides of the car, but usually we're in front of people, right? So to get something like that done and get it done quickly is challenging. So Chelsea called all over, found a place. They said, come right in. So we did. It was like, I don't know, 1030. Not only did they say, we will do this right now for you. Go ahead next door, have a bite to eat come back and it will be done. Not only did Sign Etc. in Billings, Montana do it that quickly for us, they donated it to us, which was amazing. So we went next door and I don't know if you have never been to Montana, 
then you probably don't know, like I didn't know, that the majority of the restaurants and things out here have slot machines. They have basically mini casinos in these restaurants. So we go in, there's a bar in there, there's all these pub tables everywhere, and there's all of these slot machines everywhere. Everybody said you have to try the chicken fried steak at this restaurant. So Chelsea and I split the chicken fried steak and uh, and a few pancakes. And Cassie, of course, sticking with her vegetarian diet, she had some tomato soup and she had a veggie wrap that looked amazing. She was really happy with her meal too. The tomato soup had chunks of t- fresh cut tomato and it looked amazing. Anyway, so after we finished eating, went back to the sign shop and, the, and it was done. Our window looked great. It has a sign on it. We shot a video. We posted it so you could see it and you could meet Joy and Dawn, who helped us out there. Um, so after that, we only had about an hour and 20 minutes for the three of us to get home, get showered, get dressed, because we had some big plans for this afternoon, which was to go over to St. Vincent de Paul, which is a community organized um, help for the poor, help for the homeless, help for the needy. So they have a thrift shop there and they have um, a dining area where the homeless or the needy can come in and get fed. They have bathrooms and laundry, things that they can use for free. So they really, really are helping the community there. And my first interview was with Vicki, who is a volunteer coordinator there. Now, Chelsea used to work at Vincent de Paul. And one of the things that she did was raise money for backpacks. And the backpacks were filled with different things like food, washcloths, socks, you know, uh, toiletry items, things like that. And they were really nice backpacks, too. Colorful and useful and necessary so she did a great job when she worked for them. And Vicky was more than happy to meet with us. So we did a full interview with Vicky. And when we finished speaking with Vicky, um, the director of St. Vincent de Paul was available and he was happy to speak with us. So we got to speak with Ed. And you know what was really cool about Ed is that Ed actually left the priesthood and then got into education and was an administrator in a couple districts. And now in retirement, he is the director of this center, which I I find his version of retirement pretty entertaining. Um, But he is so passionate about helping the underprivileged. After I spoke with him and we had to end it quickly because Chelsea had started my interview with Livin' Large Larry. So I got to be on the radio today and tell them about our trip and everything that we're doing. And uh, Livin' Large Larry is at KGHL Radio. So it was a super great time because you know me. He's like, this is Livin' Large Larry. And I'm like, hey, Larry, this is Livin' Large Lynette, you know, because we totally speak the same language. So it was really great to have his support and for him to see value in what we're doing. And uh, I had a great time.
speaking to him. So if you work at a radio station or you know anybody else who who does and they want to know more about what we're doing, traveling the 50 states and interviewing people about their passions and why we're doing that or more about our crew or they'd like to give us some support, please make sure you email me at lynette at motivatemepodcast.com. But I'll be sharing that interview on, on my page soon. Next week, it airs on Wednesday, I believe. So after that, we actually got lucky enough to pin down the guy who runs the whole center, like the downstairs portion where the people actually come in, they sit, they eat, they reach out. They have a medical facility there for people. Um, I believe the doctors are in twice a week. Uh, so this guy, Mark, works downstairs. And Mark is that guy who knows everybody by name, who knows everybody by face, who people reach out to. They call him uncle or dad, and they need his support. And he's the guy that if you are in want or need of something, then he will even try and connect you. Let's say you're a young pregnant woman and you need a mentor or, or a guide or, you know, a confidant to help you in the being pregnant process and you just need someone to talk to, you know, he tries to hook people like that up with, let's say, a retired nurse. Um, or if it's somebody, let's say, who is recovering from a drug addiction, maybe hooking them up with a mentor who's been through the same thing. So Mark had a pretty remarkable story about his his own struggles and challenges and how he came to work in this facility. And he really, for a lot of the interview, was, you know, visibly um, tearing up a little bit here and there and just so enamored with his ability to help people and to help the people that he gets to work with. So at this point in the day, we had already done four interviews and we had had something to eat. We got the decal on the car. We got an entire tour of this facility at St. Vincent de Paul, which is an entire operation. I mean, this is a huge place and they have people who run the thrift store and they have people, right, who who uh, serve the food and, and orchestrate all of that, which is a big task in itself. But they also have all these donations that come in and they have clothes to sort through. They have bicycles that they give people because, you know, if people have been in rehab, lots of times they can't drive and they don't have licenses. There's one person who full-time volunteers to just simply come in and rework the bicycles and refurbish them. Uh, Vicky started this amazing program where they refurbish computers because she's also an IT person. So she's volunteer manager and an IT person. So she does technology and she has has had to bring somebody in to help her even with that because they refurbish computers and get computers to school-aged kids who are going to school. That's the requirement. They have to go to school. And I think that is so amazing. You know, I was an English teacher for 12 years in the high school. And I just truly understand the value of having a working computer in the home. And, you know, you want to be able to, to keep kids up to speed and at the same level as their peers. And one major way to do that is to have a working computer and printer in your home. So to see that uh, Vicky finds that so important, I, I really thought that was great. So anyway, 
we finished all of that, all of those interviews, and we came home and we got some emails going, messages going. Cassie started working on downloading uh, audio and video. And Chelsea was on a call for her coaching program. And so I was sending emails and messages and still working on the itinerary because we have some changes and additions and things like that going on. And I, I'm still trying to see if we'll be able to connect with Jack Canfield while we're in California. And if you don't know who he is, he's the chicken soup for the soul guy that I keep trying to connect with. And we have talked through email. However, we didn't confirm anything and I haven't heard back from him yet again. But let's see, this probably will be the last time I reach out. I don't want to be a stalker chick, but let's see if being persistent actually gets us somewhere these days. So anyway, um, we did that. And you know, Something I noticed about each of the interviews that I did today is really just the powerful passion that these people have to improve the life of others. You know, when I spoke with Susie DeBar this morning, who has the Health and Wellness Center, it was a huge leap that she took to open her own facility, right? She is so passionate about wanting to truly help people regain their confidence, regain their health. And one thing that stuck with me really that she said was how some people say, gosh, but you have to get up so early in the morning. And she was like, do you know how great it feels to be the person that people start their day with, to be the person that helps people set the tone to their whole day? So, you know, she was just so moved that she has this privilege to do this. It was pretty cool to see. And when I spoke with, with Vicki, you know, Vicki, she brings in volunteers such as Chelsea. She was Chelsea's boss. So she brings in volunteers and she helps to orchestrate all these things. And she talked so much about how she does uh, toys for tots. And at Christmas time, they open an entire store for parents and families to come in and shop for their kids for Christmas. So they're not getting designated gifts. They're able to come in and pick some things out. And she said, this takes her three months out of the year to staff and operate and set up and break down. And they, it's so big that they can't even do it at their own large facility. So she takes this passion of hers that's so meaningful to work with people that she can really help. And, and she just uses it to service others. So I thought that was really neat. Um, Ed, the director at St. Vincent de Paul's, um, you know, going from, talk about seeing somebody's life purpose, right? I mean, he was a priest. He leaves to get into education, to be an administrator, to live that life. And then from that, he goes to helping the underprivileged. And he, one thing Ed said was that he was really drawn to the underprivileged his whole career. I mean, is that a purpose or is that a purpose? Because Ed was full of a lot of fun sarcasm until that interview began. As soon as that interview began, he became very serious and very focused about what he talked about. And Mark, with Mark, it was like the same thing. You know, here he was with this powerful passion, and it really is just to improve the lives of others. And something that I noticed about Mark 
is when he said that right before he got this job, he had an entire year where he could not afford his mortgage, that he just was barely making his mortgage, that he couldn't find a job, that his sister had passed away, that he had gotten ill, you know? And we talked about how life teaches us these lessons. And I asked him, and and, you know, it's very easy for some of us who have not experienced true tragedy and challenges that push us to the very limits. It's very easy for us to say, oh, well, life teaches us lessons. So I really was curious about what Mark would say about life teaching lessons. And does he believe that that year that was so difficult for him was a lesson for him? And does he believe watching all of the tragedy that walks through the door there, does he believe still that these are lessons we are meant to learn? And he said, without a doubt, without a doubt. So the last person that I learned something from that I see whose passion really changes the lives of others, whose powerful passion is meant to change the life of others, is my assistant, Chelsea. I have to tell you, she has been relentless. She has been working so hard to help me provide to you season three, to help me provide to you these shows from the road. She just picks up the slack that I need in order to try and and put this out for all of you. So here I find myself sitting in her bed again tonight. It's almost midnight again, Minnesota time. Minnesota, don't you know? <laughs> We've been doing that all day, all week pretty much. Um, but Chelsea is a truly special person. Truly special. She does so much and simply, simply for just truly to help others, including me. I mean, I'm so lucky to have her. Um, Okay, so how did our day end? Chelsea's parents, who are awesome, hosted a dinner for us, and we were able to interview a few people for the film project that we're working on. And we're working on this film project while we're on the road. It's a lot of learning. Again, I could say, who are we, right? Well, thankfully, we have Miss Cassie Hunter with us, and she, uh, being a photographer and a cinematographer, has been faced with new experiences and challenges. And, you know, we're all chipping in and chiming in, and, and it's been amazing. And we have no idea what this film project is going to look like when it's all over, but we do know that we think it's going to be awesome. <laughs> so that's what we're going with that. Here's my final thought to you for tonight. My final thought for tonight is that while so many of us feel like our passions are a selfish thing, they are actually a service thing. Just because something feels good to you does not mean that you're being selfish. Remember that, everybody. And remember that you motivate me. And that feels good. And I'm not going to feel guilty about it. I'm Lynette Renda. Visit our website, MotivateMePodcast.com, for links to all of our social media, for our Motivate Me YouTube channel, where we're posting video of our trip, and for an application to be on the show.
There is also Motivate Me merchandise on our site, as well as the ability to contribute a tank of gas or more to our road trip if you so desire. There are 191 episodes in season one, and season two is going to consist of the journey my crew and I experience as we travel around each of the 50 states interviewing people about passion. When we return, those episodes will air and that will be season three. So let us take you on this journey and let us motivate you to take action in your own life. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. This enables us to reach out to more of you. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along.